We got some good stuff going on in children's ministry. I got some prospective future students I got to see there. My name is Keith Kozik. I am the director of youth ministries here at Community Alliance Church. And our youth ministries is all about relationships. We want to build strong relationships with each other, uh, from friend to friend, from peer to peer. Strong relationships with uh, with our students and strong mentoring relationships. That is always our goal. The reason why most of us are here is because of a relationship that we have with someone else. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it is a family member that invited you to come to church. And we believe that relationships are the strongest thing that helps healthy churches. And what we want to do is then ultimately build a strong relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we accomplish that by having fun, by uh, doing retreats, by speaking, and uh, doing all kinds of various uh, Dominican Republic activities, things like that. And we build strong relationships with our kids and with uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But don't take my word for it. Take our kids. Oh, God. That's worth clapping over. And with your help, we're going to continue to build strong relationships and help build strong relationships with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, A great way for us to personally build our relationship with Jesus Christ is through worship, and that's what we're going to look at next. Hi, I'm Bob Thomas, and I hope you're enjoying some of uh, what you're hearing. hope you're seeing what God has been doing in 2014. Uh, I'm the executive pastor here, and one of my main tasks is to help those you've just seen accomplish their vision in their departments. It's a pleasure for me to do that. It's a real, it's a real privilege, actually. Another main responsibility I have is trying to, is to help, really, set the, the direction, the vision, and, and the strategy for CAC. One of the things that makes it possible for CAC to accomplish the vision that God's called us to is your generous giving. And, and I want to say thank you for that. Giving has been strong this year. Our income is up about 3.5% over last year. And we praise God for that. And again, we want to say thank you. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for giving your time and your energy and your effort. And yes, thank you as well for giving your finances. Uh, We couldn't accomplish what God's calling us to without your generosity. So thank you. I want to really look forward now. We've been looking back and forward. These folks have been telling you a little bit about what's happened and where their goals and where their vision is for 2015. I just want to spend a few minutes telling you really my vision for 2015 for CAC and the community. And it's really simple. My vision is that from the moment a person walks through those doors back there and they arrive here, they arrive in a place, they're welcomed in a place that cares for them. That might mean having someone to to take them to the Sunday school class, the adult class they're looking for, because we've got lots of rooms back there and they might not be able to find it, or to to be able to find where their children need to go in their Sunday school class, how they check in, that process. Having someone to answer questions that they have, being being able to talk to someone who can explain what Community Lions Church is all about. As well as when they come in and they sit down, they're they're noticed and they're warmly received by those that are sitting around them. Once people are welcomed, then our desire is to see them connected. Connected in a smaller group of people, a smaller community, a, a subset, if you will, of this larger community that we have, so that they are able to get to know people and to be known by those people, to be able to grow and, and learn and, and to care for people in that smaller group. And again, to be cared for by them 
It's very important to be engaged in applying the Bible in their lives on a daily basis so that transformation occurs on an ongoing basis. Then going from being engaged or involved to impacting others inside the church and outside the church. My desire in 2015 is that we provide a lot more opportunities to be involved in the community here in Butler through large-scale and small-scale events. And I want you to know that right now we're exploring how we can do that for you all and for us to be more involved in the community. As I think about being involved in the community, one of the things that I'm convinced of is that God is not calling us to solve specific problems in Butler. He's not doing that. Rather, I believe he's calling us to introduce people to the one, to the one that can transform the lives of men and women, Jesus Christ. I think that it seems clear that we can't just focus on helping people solve the problems in their lives. Rather, we've got to tell people who it is that can transform them from the inside out. One of the amazing messages of the gospel is that God can make us a new creature. And that's what people really need. Accepting Christ won't solve all the problems in someone's life, but it will give them a relationship with someone that scripture says will stick closer than a brother. And it will take away their hopelessness and give them hope. Hope for the here and now, as well as hope for all eternity. That's the message of the gospel. And that's the message we must proclaim in our community. The message that will transform people one person at a time. That model really is exactly what Denny's been talking about in the book of Acts. You know, the Christians in the book of Acts didn't focus on the problems in their community. And there were a lot of them. They just focused on sharing Christ with one another. And one person comes to Christ. And that's the model that we see. And then they share their transformation with a friend or a family member. And then that person also accepts Christ and they're changed, they're transformed. And that process continues so that people and families are changed and they begin to live lives in a different manner, to live by new and different priorities. And that process then leads to a neighborhood being transformed. And I'm convinced that that is the way our community is going to be transformed. It's one person at a time having a powerful encounter with Jesus Christ. That's the message we have, and that's the vision we have of sharing that. I think we already have some amazing bridges into the community that will enable us to do that in a great way. Let me just tell you about one of them. Every week during Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Sunday night, over 100 youth come to those events that have no affiliation with Community Alliance Church. Their families don't know anything about CAC. They don't know much about it. But that means that those families know enough about us that they trust us with their young people. And I know that many of those families have no church home at all. They don't know Christ. And we want to be able to use that ministry then as a foundation to build relationships with more families inside our community. And, and that will be the key then to leading them, to giving them the opportunity to share the gospel and to be able to see them experience the life change that happens when people are transformed by faith in Christ. So really, that's my vision for 2015. People being welcomed, getting involved, getting engaged, being transformed, and then impacting the lives of others 
through the love of Christ throughout our community so that our community is transformed not by CAC, but by him. One family at a time, one person at a time. I'm excited to see what God's going to do in 2015. I'm excited to see what he's going to do in us and through us. And I know the next guy that you're going to hear from is excited about that as well. Someone I have the privilege of uh, working with day in and day out here, our senior pastor, Danny Kreisick. Our passion is to see people transformed by Christ, to have them grow in wisdom and be intentional in relationships and service. And so often on a Sunday morning, you just hear from me. This morning, we wanted to give you a chance to hear from them, what God's doing in their lives, what God has done, what they're anticipating him to do. I don't know about you, but when I drive, I don't always look out the front windshield. Any of you like that? Any of you have husbands who are always looking around, looking this way or that way? Many of them look at different things. I'm always looking for farms or churches. I'm not sure why of those two, other than I grew up in one and I live in the other. The other day, we're driving down the road. Actually, it was yesterday, down 28. All of a sudden, I hear my wife saying, hello, and we're off the road on 28 at 65 Exactly 65 miles an hour. <laughs> and I've heard, and you've heard me say that many times the voice of the Holy Spirit and the voice of your wife sound very similar. <laughs> and there are times when we get off track that God puts us right back on track. When I began to look at 2014 and 2015, I, I found myself looking in a variety of directions. I do look back. And as I look back over this last year, I shared with you in the report that you had in your hands for the last few weeks, it's been a year of changes and challenges, but an amazing year of blessing. I cannot begin to tell you how overwhelmed I am that every single week, hundreds of people come. They come through these doors to celebrate, to sing, to meet friends, to grow, to find hope, healing, help, and deepen their walk with God. Dozens of young people and youth begin an amazing journey with Jesus, and many more deepen their walk. Every single week, over 400 children or young people walk through these doors to be exposed to the gospel of Christ, to find love and acceptance, an amazing environment, and an opportunity to start or deepen their faith and prepare them to face the challenges of life. Over the last number of weeks, it, or the last number of years, and it came true again in this last membership class, when I asked why us, there's some great churches in this community, why us, one of the number one answers is our children or youth ministry. And what I have found fascinating over the last few years is that almost to the person, they have said, my children chose this church. Do you all remember what it was like growing up dragging your children to church? Trying to get them to come, convince them to come, pay them to come, offer them something to come? What we have found fascinating over the last five years is that now children and youth are choosing Community Alliance Church. They want to be a part of what God's doing here. And they said to mom or dad, you've got to come. You gotta see it. You gotta find out what God's doing here, and we want you to be a part of that. Obviously, it's been a year of change. I'm absolutely convinced that we did the right things for the right reasons, handled the right way, and fully supported by our elder board, but it brought change. And with that, I am excited about some new opportunities. It's also an opportunity to look around. So do me a favor look around. Seriously, look around. Look at all the people from all walks of life and all kinds of backgrounds that come here every single week to begin their journey with Jesus, to deepen their walk with him, to expand their knowledge of him, and to help others in growing with Jesus. 
I can't for a number of reasons, most obviously because of confidence, begin to share with you the amount of things that come my way week after week after week, whether it's here after the service or in another context, but every single week, I am overwhelmed by the people that come and the needs that are there. Now, you're all perfect, and your lives are perfect, and you have a lot of great things going on, but there are some people that come here on a regular basis who are really walking through some amazing deep waters. Every single Sunday after the end of a service or throughout the week, I'm overwhelmed with the needs that are there and the kinds of people that God is bringing in here. I love that fact. When I, when I began to think about that, I, I thought of a couple of passages, one in Matthew, when Jesus began his ministry with what you and I know as the Sermon on the Mount, and blessed are those who are broken, because they're going to find healing. Blessed are those who get out here, what's in here, because they're going to find comfort. Blessed are those who are hungering and thirsting after righteousness, because they're going to find it. Blessed are the broken, because their needs need met, and they will be in Christ. When Jesus began his ministry in the book of Luke, it says, I, I really believe that God's hands upon me. And he's called me to do a number of things. And of those number of things, some of them are to bring good news, to proclaim release to the captives, to allow the oppressed to go free. We don't want to be a church where all the perfect Christians run to every week, just an opportunity to get away from this crazy mixed up world. We want to be a place where the broken can come and find the answers they've looked for, in many cases, all their lives. And every time I think of that story in Luke or in John, when Jesus talks to the woman at the well, saying, you've looked everywhere. You've tried to fill that deep hole in your soul with so many different things, and you still have not found what you've looked for. It's in me and me alone. And then to realize that we have the privilege of being able to do that every single week. And every time when you walk out these doors to your mission field, you have the opportunity to do the same. Because I know and you know that you run into people every day of your life who are empty inside and desperately looking for answers. And I love the fact that we know the answer. And we have the opportunity to share that with them. These kinds of times are also an opportunity for me to look within. To determine that I need to do a better job at what I'm doing, whatever that may be. And to try to find a way to measure that and to make that determination. I don't get a lot of feedback, usually two emails a week about a particular ministry or something that was said on a Sunday morning. And I, I need to find a better way to measure what it is that we're doing and what it is specifically that I'm doing. We also want to look within and look at our staff. We're incredibly blessed. On Wednesday night, a couple of weeks ago, someone stood up and said that, and, and I was reminded again that we have a wonderful staff who love what they do. Bob and I made a transition a couple of years ago, and it's been one of the best decisions I've ever made. And Bob's done a phenomenal job at doing that. A couple of months ago, when Duffy Robin was here, he sat me down for lunch, and he said, what's one of the most difficult or most important hires you feel you can make in a large church? And without a hesitation, I said, was an executive pastor. A person do you love, a person do you trust, a person who's okay sitting in the second chair and not necessarily wanting to be in the first chair, and a person that absolutely you can go to for anything, for any reason, about any situation. Bob and I have walked through a lot this last number of years, and specifically this last year, and we've walked through every aspect of it together. He has inherited, over the last seven months, adult ministries. 
and have done them incredibly well. We are really, really blessed. And I never want us to underappreciate some of the amazing servants of God that we have here who volunteer and who are a part of our team here. It's so easy to do that and fail to appreciate what they've done or the accomplishment or what it is they're a part of. And we want to make sure that we do that. It's also an opportunity to look out to this community, our nation, and obviously the world around us. I love Butler. Butler is home. We have now officially lived longer here than any other place in our life. And this is home. I am this close to running for county commissioner. (laughs) I love this community. I can't begin to tell you how concerned I am, how excited I am, but how concerned I am. One third of my life has been spent in this community. And there are so many things that are going on, so many needs that are out there. And I've been asking God over the last few months, where do we fit in all that, as Bob has asked a moment ago? We have a lot of ministries that come to our facility. We opened our doors just this year alone to 30 different community ministries that use our facilities on a regular basis. 30 different community ministries. Friday night, we had the opportunity to celebrate with a VNA, the Visiting Nurses Association, with a B.E. Taylor concert. Fascinating. 97% of the music was sacred and secular. Awesome to see over almost 700 people here from our community celebrating this particular event, being able to join with all those community organizations that we can serve. We have people from our church intention when service is well outside these walls. Katie's Kitchen, Fishbone, Angel Tree, Cinderella's Closet, Back to School Supply, Winter Clothing Drives, Working with Community Resource Center, just to name a few. But I'm concerned. Concerned about our community, I'm concerned about our schools. And what it is that we need to do and how to respond to that. I'm obviously concerned about our nation. The changes and challenges that the church is going to have to deal with, most likely in 2015 and 2016, especially with the definition of marriage being challenged and changed. I love what God is doing around the world. We began this morning with a video clip that you saw a number of years ago, about, or a number of months ago, about what God is doing all around us and the excitement of being a part of that. This year, we're on track to give over 380000 in our missions giving to what God is doing around the world. We've already given 20000 You'll hear next week from Evan and Jewel about what God has done through your efforts. So well over $400,000 we have given to ministries around the globe, partnered with missionaries in Dominican Republic and Green Mountain, Senegal, and Indonesia to be able to explore what it is that God is doing. You are a part of the Christian and Missionary Alliance. And every item that you read in this video that you're going to see in a second, everything that you see on a newspaper, everything you hear on television, I want you to know that because you're a part of what God is doing in a community alliance church who's a part of the Christian and Missionary Alliance, we are there in the middle of it all. Watch this clip. We could be independent. We could do our own thing. But I'm telling you, I'm just as excited about being a part of what God is doing around the world, not just here in this community, Not just here in this city. I'm excited about the fact that we're a part of what God is doing literally around the globe. With the things that you see every single day on the TV or in the news. We're there and we're a part of that. I'm also looking forward. I'm excited about 2015 like you can't believe. Jim and Jennifer are going to be here in the next couple of months. 
We're asking you to pray for them. They're in the process of trying to sell their home and have actually over the weekend had one offer on the house and an offer to live in a community up here. I'm excited about the gifts they bring, the passion and the enthusiasm that Jim brings to the ministries that God is calling him to. And I'm excited about what God is going to do. This year on September the 5th or 6th, I think it is, 2015, Community Alliance Church will celebrate its 110th anniversary. And two weeks ago, I heard that John Sumbo agreed to come and to be a part of what God is doing here and join us in the celebration. And we're excited about that. Opportunities to touch more people with the gospel of Jesus. Our hope is to be 1,500 by the year 2015 at that particular point, which means as we have all shared, every single one of us need to be involved in the process of taking the gospel of Christ everywhere we go so that we can have the privilege of seeing them transformed literally from the inside out by the gospel of Christ, to see people growing in relationships, growing in Jesus, to be involved in all that he wants them to do. You and I know this, and Bob shared it a moment ago, but the greatest change agent in anyone's life is Christ. We can give money, we can feed the hungry, but the most important thing that we can ever do for anyone is to share what Jesus is all about. A lot of things have gone viral, and I'm sure you've seen those as well. One came out a week and a half ago from Ben Watson, who happens to play for the New Orleans Saints. He's African-American. He talked about the obvious things that are going on around the community and around the world, specifically in our nation. He said a number of things. I'm angry because of the stories of injustice have been passed down for years gone by. I'm frustrated because pop culture, music, and movies and videos glorify these kinds of things. I'm fearful because in the back of my mind, it could be me just based on how I look. I'm embarrassed sometimes, to be honest with you, by what takes place and what has happened. And I'm sad because another young life has been lost. Confused because I honestly don't know how or why it's so hard to obey a police officer. I'm hopeful because I know that while race issue is still an issue in America, we enjoy a lot different and a much different normal than those of my parents and my grandparents. And I'm encouraged because ultimately the problem is not a skin problem. It is a sin problem. Sin is a reason we rebel against authority. Sin is a reason we abuse our authority. Sin is a reason we're racist, prejudiced, and lying to cover up our own. Sin is a reason we riot, loot, and burn. I'm encouraged because God has provided a solution for sin through his son, Jesus Christ. And with it, we can be transformed in heart and mind. That's the cure. It's not education or or exposure. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because the gospel is what gives mankind hope. What I love is that you and I have that. We know it. We're not just a feel-good church that tries to help you, encourage you, and make you walk out feeling like you've had a good day. We're a church that offers the one thing that can change a life forever and for all eternity. And we celebrate that, we preach that, we teach that, and we offer that. And when you walk out these doors to your community, to your world, you have that opportunity to share that as well because you know and I know that's the one thing that can change a life for now and for eternity. And I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. And I'm thrilled to see what God has done. And so the thing I make sure that I do is to look up.
Thank you, Lauren. I appreciate that. And obviously, in all of the looks, we can't help but look up and say, God, I'm overwhelmed. And I want to thank you for blessing us. I want to thank you for trusting us with so many people and so many lives on a weekly basis and the opportunity we have to give them what you know is the answer because that's what this next few weeks is all about as we celebrate Emmanuel, God with us. And in that, I want to rejoice. Father, we thank you for your amazing grace. We thank you for the lives that have been changed, for the transformation that has taken place. For the young people, for the children, dozens of them who've come to faith in Christ this year, who began their journey with Jesus, who are excited about learning and growing and deepening their walk, who know that without what God is doing here, they would be on a different path and veering off in another direction. And so, Father, we thank you for trusting us, for entrusting us with so many resources, so many people, so many amazing volunteers, some of the greatest servant-oriented staff I've ever been around. We look forward to what you're going to continue to do, and we're excited about that. We never want to take for granted who we are and what you've called us to do. As we begin to look ahead and look forward, until we stand around the throne of God and give you praise and glory for all eternity, may you find us faithful in what we're doing and what you're calling us to do. And may we continue to do that with every fiber of our being until you call us home or return to take us home. So in all of this, we look up and give you praise and thanks and honor. In the powerful, wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.